just have one follower of Christ who you would say, yeah, this describes them. Or would you be this person in someone else's life? In fact, would they, would they be writing your name? Or are you writing people's names in your life that are intentionally intrusive? Uh, like Proverbs says, a truth wounds from a real friend are helpful. Kisses of an enemy, they're deceitful. So do you have a friend that, I mean, they can speak into your life when they kind of see you going off? Are you just that type of friend that, uh, that you would speak into the life when you see him kind of veering off or drifting off? Do you have that? Are you that to somebody else? That is Christ-centered, grace-driven, redemptive relationship. I am going to skip some things. I just want to encourage you here. If you're in a group, if you're with another, some other friends in discipleship, if you're growing together, I, I want to encourage this, that you don't fall into the comfort zone or rut of that. So here I'm asking you if you're not, that you would become. And now I'm saying if you are, don't get comfortable. And here's a saying that I try to repeat to myself often, that I would keep focused on my output, not the comfort of my current situation. Because the deal is I can easily, and so can you, become comfortable in whatever situation you find yourself in now. But God wants to do what? He wants to continually press and grow you and you speak into other people's life. And here's just one other. And this one is, um, I, I'm trying to learn this more and more. But the truth is, I want you to say it with me. If it doesn't challenge you, it won't change you. If in your relationships with following Christ, if you don't have others challenging your walk, and encouraging your walk if you're not that in someone else's life we're missing you're missing other people in your life are missing I, I want to end with this there's a passage many of us know we can probably quote it it's one that oftentimes is used to like um, hey don't miss Sunday morning and if you do we're going to use these two verses on you okay uh, so, so don't, don't hear that at all. But, but I, want I want you to look at this verse, and I want to walk through it for just a moment, all right? Let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting the meeting together as the habit of some. There that comes from, like, hey, don't miss Sunday morning. There's a verse for you. That kind of a deal. But encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. So, so I just I want to point out a couple things as we go through this. this. Hey, did, did that stop? Did, did something go wrong? Did, did I blank that out? Okay, great. Hey, hey I don't know how to use a remote, remote control, control, whatever. Okay, okay. So, so just think of that, that verse right up there. there. Oh, there oh, it is. is. So, so here's the deal. Let us, it's not a suggestion, it's an imperative, it's a command of God that you and I are to do something. And here's the thing, you are, you and I are to consider one another. And what that means is, you and I are to have each other on our minds. Like, how can I come beside my friend? 
How can I come beside? How can I come alongside? I'm to be thinking, how can I, amongst my brothers and sisters, how can I come alongside them and do something? And oftentimes it's encouragement, it's uh, have a coffee together. I mean, all those things fit in there. Hear me. But don't miss this one. Because you and I are consider how to stir up one another. You're like, that's why I left the last church and I'm here. And that's not funny, I know. But it doesn't mean that at all. Like, hey, I'm just going to agitate somebody. That's not what it means. But it's how do I come alongside, and I need this as much as anybody in this room, but how do I come alongside and stir you up to love and good works. That's, That's what, what you and I are to be doing as followers of Christ. We are to be coming alongside one. How can I encourage you? How can I help you with this? How can I pray for you? Maybe you're fearful in this area. How can I teach you? How can I uh, help you to be able to do this? To what? Love and good works. And here's the deal. Not neglect meeting together. That doesn't mean just Sunday. It means... Are, Are you, you neglecting, neglecting just being in relationship with other people? Like it's me and Jesus and we've got it all figured out. out. What, what he's saying, saying is, listen, listen don't, don't isolate, isolate yourself from one another. Because God, God wants, wants us to have to stir, help, help one another, another not going, going into isolation, isolation as the habit of some, because, because it can, can become that. that. The default can be, for a lot of followers of Christ, the default can be isolation. It's more comfortable. But here's the deal. You might at times think, listen, I don't need anybody else. But you're missing the other half. God wants to use you in somebody else's life. And so if you get this thinking of, hey, listen, I don't need anybody else to help me in my walk with Christ. Well, then, the enemy's probably gotten you to a place where you're ineffective, that you could be the person in that other person's life to stir them on, to encourage them, to press them on, to love them forward for the cause and walk of Christ. So, real subtly, CJ, you can come up as we end our time. Subtly, y'all aren't even noticing them walking up here. You're hanging with me, all right? At the end of your notes, I have a couple of questions. They are meant for you to do something with. And I just want to give you something. Statistics say that there is a 42% more chance that you will do something if you write it down. Then there is a 45% chance that if you tell someone, you will do it. In other words, if you write it down, if you tell someone, there's an 87% chance that you will do it. So here's what I'm asking. And you don't have to turn these in. Like, you don't have to mail these to the office this week, right? This is between you and Jesus. What keeps getting in the way of real community with you and other followers of Christ? What are you going to do? When 
are you going to start doing? Just between you and the Lord. What's keeping you? What are you going to do? When are you going to start? Because here's the truth. For some people, and the sad fact is, we don't get to know this. But for some people, winter is right there on the doorstep. And you'll never have that chance again. So I grew up with Ronnie Sooner. He and I went to church together as boys. We were in the youth group together. And he, um, I think about junior high, he and his family stopped coming to church. And we went to high school together. And uh, I never really, like, talked to him much anymore. Because, you know, hey, he didn't come to church. But we go to school together. Our relationship kind of did this. Years later, we find out he's going to get married. And so Sherry and I, we go to his wedding and we kind of reconnect. And over the years, uh, Sherry would see him on Facebook and I would like reach out to him and go, hey. And uh, we had lunch last year. And uh, my whole deal was to reconcile my relationship with Ronnie. And uh, because I. Here I am. I'm a follower of Christ now. I wasn't then. I'm a follower of Christ now. And um, I want to know if Ronnie is a follower of Christ. And so we have lunch and we talk and we have some conversation. And it goes a little. And uh, so my whole plan was we're going to do this again. Ronnie was killed in an accident in Denver. On Saturday, he and his wife like to go to Colorado and see how beautiful it is. And I got word that Ronnie has died. Winter has already come for Ronnie. There are people in your life, and it might even be you, that winter is getting close. And you need someone, and there's someone that needs you to come alongside them. That wasn't planned. Just a reinforcement. To be urgent because winter for people is coming. So, God, I pray that you'd help us to uh, hear the urgency not only of the Apostle Paul, but of your Holy Spirit that speaks to our hearts as followers of Christ. If we're comfortable to get out of it, to be urgent to Take the next step. Take the first step. Don't wait to be urgent in our prayers, in our going, in our connecting with others. Because winter's coming. So I pray that you 
stir in our hearts, in our minds. What you would have us as your children to do. Ask this in the wonderful and powerful name. Amen. Would you stand?